Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. It's the fabulous Adam Richard. Uh, Big shout out to Dr. Simon on the Patreon. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, You can join as a theorist or a theoretician. It's either $3 or $6 Australian a month. Uh, You get early episodes um, right up front or... If you joined at the theoretician level, you get bonus episodes. Uh, Anyway, we're into this episode. Uh, We have just had an earthquake in the fires of Pompeii. Uh, It's David Tennant and Catherine Tate. Uh, So there's been an earthquake and the little family that we've been following uh, yelling out positions and having their Mary Poppins moment again. (laughs) They're grabbing all their stuff. Positions! (laughs) Um, The Doctor and Donna turn up and... uh, you know, he's like, who are you? Um, the 12th Doctor's like, who are you? And it's, he should just go, I'm you from the past. Don't you recognise it? No, that's not, because uh, it's not him. Um, it's like, who are you? He goes, I'm Spartacus. And Donna, because she's hilarious, goes, I'm also Spartacus. Because it's the scene from Spartacus when they want to find Spartacus and everyone says, I'm Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. It's a famous scene. Anyway, it's a great film. Um, so they go, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Spartacus. And they're like, oh, no, no, we're not married. Uh, <laughs> brother and sister, like, oh, well, maybe, whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, Cacilius is a marble seller, the 12th Doctor. Um, uh, and uh, the Doctor decides he's going to inspect the TARDIS. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, yes, this, this needs inspecting. He's an inspector of some kind. He's decided he's got, he gets a psychic paper out. Like, seriously, these episodes are so frantic. It's like, and here's this, and there's that, and then I'm going to talk really quickly. Like, everyone talks so quickly. I feel like this is like a 90-minute movie that they've jammed into 45 minutes just so they can all talk really quickly and have very fast moments. Um, Donna starts warning them about the volcano, and they uh, have no idea what she's talking about. She's like, they're like, what? They're, they're what now? She's like, the volcano. And they're like, what, what? And the doctor pulls her aside and goes, Romans have no word for volcano until tomorrow. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, this was something someone brought up um, when they were talking about the Loki thing, when they said, oh, the, you know, the Latin for volcano is this. And it's like, yeah, yeah, they didn't have a word for that, according to the doctor. Um, so... Uh, the the person they've all been waiting to see is uh, Lucius Dextrus, the auger of the city government. Um, he arrives, uh, and uh, he, the the twelfth Doctor and Klein fawn all over him. Like I know that's not their names; that's just who I'm calling them. Um, they fawn all over him, and the the twelfth Doctor, Kikilius, the Peter Capaldi's character, reveals. A slab of marble as the doctor's about to get in the TARDIS and just disappear and just like get out of Pompeii, mate. Sees the slab of marble. It's a circuit board. And Donna's like, is that a circuit board? And he's like, oh. And it's like this moment of you can see him just going, oh, now I've got to stay and investigate. And the volcano is going off. Um, So the daughter comes out. She's had her fill of gas and fumes from the... (laughs) from down below uh and she comes in and says the doctor and donna are mocking them with their words and uh the augurs like look only men are really able to truly predict things like she and all of her sisters in the sisterhood no good um and then the daughter kind of proving that she does know things says he's the doctor and that one's name is noble because donna's surname is noble and then lucius uh dexterous <laughs> Um, Lucius goes, well, he's from Gallifrey. It's like, whoa, your home is lost in fire. Uh, He knows Donna is from London. And uh, then he tells the doctor she is returning and tells Donna she has something on her back. Okay, so this is all foreshadowing. (laughs) Well, kind of a little bit like, because we saw if the episode before this one uh, was Partners in Crime, which is very funny and fun and a great episode. But at the very end, Rose turns up. Billy Piper turns up as Rose. Um, so I'm gathering that she is returning is a reference to the fact that Rose is coming back because she keeps popping up through various moments during the series before she actually appears in the fully turns up in the turn left episode, which is the one where Donna has the bug on her back. Amazing. This is like season four is one of my favorites. There's so many good episodes. Uh, anyway, um, so that's that's all that. That's a little bit of, you know, season arc business going on. It's all you need to do. A couple of lines and then move on with the rest of the episode. You don't need to give over a whole episode to silly ongoing storylines. I don't need it. Um, <laughs> listen to me. I'm an old man. I get angry at, at, at story arcs. You're like, years ago, I'd have been like, why can't there be a story arc? And now I'm like, why are there always a story arc? <laughs> I just want everything to be about law and order where it's over and done with in 45 minutes. Goon, goon, go home. Um, anyway, I'm, this, is, this is the age I am. <laughs> so, uh, the the daughter um what's her name evangeline evangeline lily (laughs) evelina um (laughs) she says um the doctor's real name is hidden in the stars uh the cascade of medusa and he's a lord of time and then she collapses Woo! she knows a lot um donna sees her arm uh evelina's arm is turning to stone and like she's like, this is no good. Um, the doctor's looking into the hot vent, and there's something growling down there. It's like, Ugh. and so they explain, oh, there was an earthquake a while ago, and ever since then, 
everyone who has visions and does predictions have been very precise. And they've been like, you know, they always used to predict things and not all of them came true, but now it's just been like everything's bang on. Um, the doctor finds particles of rock in the vent. He goes, oh, this is what the oracles were all breathing in. They're breathing in Vesuvius. Um, I don't know how that's making them more accurately psychic, but maybe that'll be explained later. Um, then the doctor asks the son about Lucius, the auger, and where he lives. Um, so they sneak off through the streets at night time. It's amazing. Like you never saw, you never saw nighttime in the classic episodes. Is something I noticed, unless it was in the studio. And they're just wandering about at night with a lit torch on fire. It's like, ah, oh, what's going on? Um, anyway, they they crawl in through the window uh, where Lucius lives. Um, and the doctor, when he gets in there, finds a wall of mar- these marble circuit boards. It's like, ooh. And that's when the auger Lucius just finds them in there. It's like, oh, man, they barely got in. Uh, meanwhile, Donna is trying on some a, a toga, some Roman gown, uh, purple. It's, it's her colour. She looks great. Um, she asks Evelina what she gets up to. Like She's like, where do you go? Where do your friends go? Do you go to TK Maximus? Oh, my God. These Asterix-style jokes are heaven. <laughs> TK Maximus. <laughs> Um, and Donna's like, oh, so with your predictive powers, do you know what happens tomorrow? And she's like, well, nothing special. Sun goes up, sun goes down. End of story. Um, and Donna's like, well, I've got a prophecy. Uh, and, you know, basically says the whole place is going to get buried in molten lava and ash and you'll all die. And that's it. Um, and send the daughter covers her eyes while Donna's saying all this. Um, and, you know, because she's got the eyes drawn on the back of her hands, she ends up, you know, channeling in, like, walkie-talkie style to the rest of the sisterhood. Um, and Donna's like, you've got to leave Pompeii, you've got to go. The sisterhood are hearing all this, by the way. Um, and Mother Superior, sorry, High Priestess. <laughs> Mother Abess, in between another chorus of <laughs> Climb Every Mountain. Um, says it's a false prophecy. It's a false prophecy, and the false prophet must die. Uh, <laughs> climb every. Sorry. Now I've th- now I've got Guy Sebastian's version of Climb Every Mountain from Australian Idol in my head, and it's not a good thing. My friend Jackie played Mother Abess in uh, Sound of Music, and she had to sing that every night. I'm mean, just an opera singer, so it probably would have been a doddle for her. Um, anyway. Uh, the doctor says these marble circuits are an energy converter, um, and the auger, uh, Lucius orders the doctor to be put to death and the doctor's like, oh, well, we better shake hands, you know, give a dying man his last wish. And he, he just pulls the guy's arm right out of its socket and it's stone. Ooh, yuck. Gross. Anyway, I've talked far too much about this. This is going to go on for three episodes now. Um, All right. (laughs) The next episode, more Fires of Pompeii with David Tennant. Please be here. Thank you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 